with another woman in your life. Conversations with Angie Harvey will make everything alright. Catch her on E3 Radio. You never want to miss a show. You know, I know, we know. Angie Harvey will make you grow. Please and thank you. 
And I appreciate you all for helping me help other folks grow up. Y'all got friends that's not my friends, right? Y'all can help me do that. So I suppose you all have heard by now that the Cleveland Cavaliers lost their quest to regain, not regain, uh, keep their NBA championship. Yes, and that's okay, because I'm from Cleveland, and it's one thing I know for sure and for certain is that Cleveland fans, all in, all in. And that got me to thinking about our ability to remain all in in our relationships, not just in our intimate relationships, but the ones we have with our family and our friends, too. So what does that mean to be all in? Some of my friends from Facebook shared that all in meant to them having conditional acceptance. Think about that for a minute. Encouragement, support, commitment, honesty, trust, to be all open, uh, to give all of yourself, ride or die, commitment, accepting the good, the bad, and the ugly. And those were just a few of the responses that were posted. And for the most part, they're all right. Everybody was right, right? So I have my own definition, and you can grow from there. We're going to grow from there. Being all in means, by definition, the whole of you, all of you. It also means the greatest possible. Consider that for a minute. All means the whole of you, the whole, all of that, and the greatest possible. That means giving of everything that you have. In means to be inside, within, to occupy, to be into, and to be inclusive. Right. You know what I did, right? I went ahead and put it, put it together. So let me break this down so it can and will forever be broke. You ready? Being all in with the relationship, no matter what kind of ship it is, means you allowing yourself, your whole self, to be inside, within, and included in a relational way with another person, I added this part, without unmanaged anxiety and fear that will prompt you to quick exit to be all out. Yeah. Y'all know I added that little piece in the end. I crafted that last part myself. So let me give you an analogy that could probably help you to understand a little bit better. Everybody remember the first time you went to a swimming pool and maybe didn't know how to swim. And for most of us, what we did first is we kind of stuck our foot in. That was for a couple of things. One, we wanted to see if the water was cold. And two, to make sure it was water. Right. I'm giving you an analogy here. And this is my all-in analogy. And then the next in that we were going to do is maybe to sit by the pool. You know how you sit on the edge of the pool and kind of kick your feet? Yeah. Then we decided that once we got warmed up, we had that's right, we had to stick our toe in, then stick our legs in, get warmed up. And then we jumped in, but we stayed right by the edge. Don't act like I'm the only one that did this. You stay right by the edge, and some of us even held on to the edge if we didn't know how to how to swim. And it wasn't until we got comfortable. Stay with me here, people. It wasn't until we got comfortable with our body being in and our, you know, from the waist down, we in, not all in, just in. Then we would submerge ourselves. We would go all in, all in the water. And let me be clear about something, is that if we're in the deep end, because that's where you actually need to be to be that far under, if you're in a deep end, there's no quick and easy exit. That's right. You have to do the work. You have to work a little bit before you got to the exit or to some stairs. Did everybody keep up with that analogy? You stick in the toe in, then you kick your feet off by the side of the pool, then you go ahead and, and you jump in and you stay right by the pool, right by the edge, and then you finally submerge. And in my mind, that's kind of how this all-in thing might work in our emotions. Yes, you would have to take out the water right and then think of the water like a relationship and that and that fear of water that we have for many of us is that fear of that emotional commitment to submerge ourselves into something but i think that hmm that was a mouthful everybody agree to that kind of mouthful and because you know we don't just go around being all in too often 
we're very leery. And I know it's not just me. We have histories and experiences that have left us a little fearful of giving all, all of ourselves to anyone or to anything. And come on, y'all, stop playing. I am not the only one. You all know that when it comes to our emotions, to our feelings, we like to test the waters before we jump in. And sometimes that test can take months. Sometimes it could take years. And if we're truly transparent and honest about what we're talking about right now, sometimes we don't even have a desire to be that vulnerable or to be that open. And seriously, Dr. it's possible to truly be all in. So let me go ahead and ease some of the tension in the air. I sense that there's tension in the air. The concept of being all in gets to be defined by two people who plan to take the plunge together. I want everybody to hear what I'm saying now. You don't necessarily have to embrace my definition. You don't have to take somebody else's definition. All in absolutely gets to be defined and created and crafted and remixed by you and the person that you're taking the plunge with. Right, that's the greatness about all of this. You guys get to do that together. And so you heard me you said together. Most of us aren't jumping in first, right? Like, no, no, you go first. <laughs> right, no, 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 you go first. We're not jumping in together. And if we do jump in first, because, you know, sometimes we find ourselves in love and all in and filling all those things before somebody else. But we're absolutely looking for you to do what? We're looking for you to join us quickly or there's going to be problems, right? And so we get to play Webster and bring to life our own definition that gives this all-in meaning. Again, you don't have to embrace mine. You get to create your own. So what do I mean when I say that? If for you being all-in is the commitment that you make to me to give me your all, but for me, I need your all and then some. Guess what? Houston, we got a problem. Right. That's why it's important that you do that together. Because on many different fronts, because we have different experiences, different emotions, different histories, different beliefs, different all of that, it's important that you know that we have to make that definition together. And it should be a relational one about us together. Unfortunately, we don't all have the same experiences. We don't have the same emotional exposures. We don't have the same understanding. We don't have the same mental stability. We don't have the same standards of operation. We don't have the same meaning at all. And so that's why it's important that we create a definition that can be done together. So, Andy, if you're not going to give me a definition, what, what are we doing a show for? Well, we're doing this show because I have some guidelines. You know, I always got some place where we can grow. Um, the first guideline, and I'm going to call these my all-in guidelines, that the all-in is for two. So that means, and be clear with this, what one needs from you to feel like you're all-in can and will probably be different than what you need. Everybody get that? What I need for you for what I need to feel that you're all in could very well look different than what you need. I might need for you to call me every day. I might need if we're just dating. I might need for you to, uh, to, to send me texts or to respond to my love language. I might need certain things from you, and you might need something totally different. And so be clear then that being all in doesn't mean that I give the same things that you give. The all in could very well mean that I give you what you need to feel comfortable. Because that's what the all-in is supposed to do. It's supposed to it's supposed to cushion. It's supposed to be of comfort to know that somebody is all into you, all into the relationship. Um, but I also want to be clear that because it's different for different people, I don't want anybody to assume that what somebody wants is what somebody's able to give, or what somebody is is getting they're able to give in return. Because that's not always the truth. Also. We have to consider about the prerequisites, meaning what does it take for somebody to even consider being all in? And do you possess those things? Right. I know you thought this was an easy A test. It's not. So you have to be clear about what it is 
that you need to see and feel for you to consider taking that plunge with someone. And then you have to consider that they have, they too have a different set of pre prerequisites that very well could leave you, you know, maybe going to grow a couple of places before you can get to that place. Um, all in, another guideline, usually means there's no easy out. I explained with the swimming pool that when you go all in, when you take a plunge, usually it's in the deep end. And when you're in the deep end, you have to do a little work to get to the edge. And you don't just get to just come out the water. Well, I'm going to say the same thing then holds true for being all in a relationship. Being all in a relationship means that you don't easily, it doesn't come easy to you just to get to the edge to get out. All in means there is no easy out. That means that you have to do the work. You guys have heard me say a million times, you don't go from work to home. You go from what? You go from work to work. And if you're not working as hard at home as you do at work, yeah, it's not going to work. Be clear then that being all in is going to mean no easy out. That means you're going to have to work, which means you're going to have to communicate, which means you're going to have to compromise, which means you're going to have to trust, which means you're going to have to be honest, which means you have to do some accepting, which means you do need to do some understanding, all of those things, and love and respect. Those are pivotal. I wanted to, in that moment, I was getting ready to make the assumption that there was going to be love and respect already there, but be clear that those things matter. And it's almost like if those things were the pool, that it's easy for somebody to jump into that. That's pivotal. Let's say that again. It would be easy for somebody to jump into effective communication, trust, honesty, commitment, understanding, acceptance, love, and respect. Who wouldn't want to jump into that? I want to jump in that now. Those things have to be there in order for someone to feel like they want to do that. And again, it gets to be defined by you. But if you're in that, there's no easy out and you do whatever it is that you need to do to make it happen. Now, I'm not suggesting anybody stay in any relationship. Say you go all in, but some things happen. And the relationship is definitely two people both having their needs met. And I don't, I don't suggest to anyone that they, you go long-term without having your needs met, staying all into something, expecting or wanting or desiring those things to happen, and they don't. Because I want you to understand truly that someone even having a commitment to you does not necessarily mean that they're all in. And many of us know that because many of us are in committed relationships. Yeah, that truly doesn't mean that we're all in. We're going to talk about that, too. Um, all in. Now, there's a difference between you being able and you being willing. Many of us are able to be all in of sorts. Most of us aren't willing to be all in. What does it mean to be able? Able means that you possess the qualities that you need to be in a place that may feel unfamiliar and uncomfortable and still be able to work. That's you being able. And for that reason, most of us aren't able, but have the ability to be able. Willing is something very different. Because we come with our own set of experiences, because we come with our own set of expectations, because we come with our own set of history, many of us are not willing to take that type of plunge. You know why? fear. We're a little scary. And most of that fear comes from a place. We're going to talk about that. Um, all in. There's a difference between having a desire and having a delivery. Sort of like the able and the willing. And I love when people say, I really have a desire. I really have a desire to be all in. I just, I don't know how. And so please know that because someone says that they have a desire that doesn't necessarily mean they have the ability to deliver. There's many people, I hear from people all the time that say they want to do what I do, or they want to do what be a doctor, or they want to drive a particular type of car. We can all have a desire to do those things. But there's some things that need to happen before we're able to deliver such things or to have those things be produced. There has to be great amount of discernment. There has to be discipline. There has to be a lot of other things. And so, Many people could want the love, and that's usually where it starts, you wanting to be loved, you believing that if you go all in, 
that you can get the love that you seek or the love that you desire. And that's not necessarily the truth. Uh, I'm sure there's many people, if somebody called in and, and wanted to give a little testimony, they could. But I'm sure there are people out there that could t- that give a testimony of, of having a desire to be loved, to be um, to, to be loving and still not be able to deliver. Let me tell you this, that if misery loves company, we're in great company because many of us didn't learn how to love. We definitely did not learn how to be all in. We definitely didn't understand the concept of what loving meant, um, what it meant to receive it, what it meant to give it. There are many people that uh, believe that having having exposure to love, having someone to love you makes you open and receptive to being loved. And that is very far from the truth. So even though we could have a desire, there's some of us that not only not have a delivery, we don't even have the discipline to be able to take it in. Right. I know. I know what you're saying. Well, Angie, what you're telling me? I'm just letting you know that a part of the guidelines is that you have to be clear that not everybody that has a desire, not even you, yeah, you have a desire. You also absolutely have to be able to deliver that. Now, there's some other all-in requirements, I'm going to call them, and they are around our emotional, our mental, and our physical. Let me start with the physical piece first. To be all-in requires you to be present, (laughs) physically present. When I say physically present, yes, when possible for you to physically be at a particular place. Now, I'm not saying that you got to stop working. Don't say Andy told you to quit your job so you can be all in. That's not the truth. I'm saying that when you are able to be physically present, to be physically uh, uh, where they are, um, and sometimes that could come by way of you, you them being able to see you, whether it's Skype or, or FaceTime or any of those uh, video conferencing type of things. But being physical absolutely is required to be all in. Those are some guidelines. And you get to decide. So that's like being able to have quality time, being able to spend time together, being able to be in the uh, in the company of that person. Um, and there's also an emotional component. And that emotional component is probably the biggest piece because this all in is going to require you to uh, unravel some of what you got tangled up inside of you because you're going to need to then be able to wrap your arms, your loving arms around somebody else. Is that, is that making sense to y'all? Y'all get that? Hopefully y'all get that. Um, emotional. It's hard to do these types of things with fear in place, uh, with, with doubt, with, uh, uh, rejection, thoughts, thoughts of abandonment. And so what am I saying to you? I'm saying to you that in order for you to be emotionally all in with anybody, you really and truly have to be in an emotional place of, of, of feeling free, uh, capable, and willing to do the work. Now, there's many of us that don't have such freedom, um, that don't know all that entails to, to have such willingness or to be able to do such things. And I'm going to say to you that that doesn't mean that you cannot be all in. It doesn't even mean that you uh, are with somebody that has a desire for you to be all in. But what it does mean is that you are, um, as long as you're willing to grow, uh, what I'm going to call to show and improve, show and improve, show and improve, right. As long as you're willing to show and improve, it absolutely can happen. But you have to have a desire to do it and the ability to be able to deliver, which means that you got to come with some of these things, physical, emotional, and mental. And when I'm talking about mental, I'm really talking about your mind, because you know the the mind is what plays tricks on us, right? Do me a favor before I go into the mental piece, because this is the piece that people really need to tap into. Go ahead, if you could hit share. And if everybody that's listening hits share one time, then we'll reach a whole nother subset of people. Uh, again, not about them being able to see my face or even hear my words, but hear the words so that they can grow too. I would greatly appreciate that. You hear me say I would appreciate it? I would appreciate it. Um, mental. A lot of what restrains us uh, and keeps us stuck and keeps us from growing and keeps us from being all in is our inability to relinquish a lot of the things that have 
um, that go on in our mind. Some of the things that we tell ourselves, some of the things that we've been told, some of the places that we flat out refuse to go because of fear and doubt and all those other things. Our, our, our ability to mentally be all in is probably the most difficult because it's the one thing that draws us back. It's the one thing that pulls us out of the place of, okay, I'm about to go. And then you stop. Okay, no, I haven't decided. And so then you hear your ex say, you ain't all that. And you hear your mother say, you're never going to be loved or that you are unlovable. Uh, you hear your, I mean, you hear a lot of different things. Many of those things you now say to yourself. And so mentally, you could not even be able to wrap your head around being able to be in a place where you're able to be transparent, where you're able to be honest, where you're able to be loving, where you're able to be all in in a place. Yeah, that mental piece is absolutely pivotal to being able to be in such a place. I'm going to say this to you. If, in fact, you've not ever felt uninhibited in a loving relationship, you still have places to grow. There are people uh, in this world, and there are not as many as I would like, um, that can speak their truth, that can be authentic, that can um, know how to pull it up, know how to, to be in spaces and places where they're able to receive and dispense love in a loving way. And it, it takes work. I'm not going to lie to anybody. It absolutely takes work. But we're capable of doing the work. And that mental piece is absolutely going to be pivotal. Uh, it's going to require you to do some mental movement. That means beginning to think differently than some of the adverse, cryptic, dysfunctional places that we tend to leave ourselves mentally, that we tend to grow mentally. And again, many of us got those things in our childhood. We got them in our previous relationships. And now we're telling ourselves those same things. And it keeps us from being all in. And you can always tell when somebody wants more from you, usually because they ask, but also because they act out. When someone wants something from you and you seemingly are unable or unwilling to give it, they act out. And many of us know about those types of relationships. Why? Because we're in them or we've been in them. Hopefully after hearing this, you won't have to be, you don't have to grow to that place any longer. Um, but l let me be clear about this. Having a commitment to someone, even being married to someone, does not necessarily mean that you're all in. That's a misconception. People believe that because somebody committed to them, because they have agreed to marry them, because they have married them, because you live together, because you share a car, because you have your money in the same bank account, that must mean that someone is all in. And I want you to be clear, it does not. Uh, to be all in a place absolutely requires a commitment on several different levels. Somebody could be all in financially and not be all in emotionally. Somebody could be all in physically and not all in financially. Somebody could be all in uh, emotionally and not all in physically. So there's a lot of different components that go with that, but I don't want people to make the assumption that because somebody has committed to you, has agreed to be your girlfriend, your boyfriend, your wife, your spouse, your husband, your boo, that means that they're all in. Like, oh, yeah, they love me with their whole being. That's not necessarily the truth. Uh, why isn't that the truth? Mainly because everybody's all looks different. I know you're probably saying, Angie, I was wondering when you were going to bring that up. Everybody's all looks different. Some people's all is only that big. And some people's all, I hope y'all not thinking dirty. <laughs> Maybe it's me that's thinking dirty because the minute I did that, I was like, ooh, uh, let's go this way. Can we go this way and make it better? <laughs> some people's all is, is huge. And, and they really and truly know how to emotionally and mentally and, and psychologically and physically and spiritually be in. And then there's some people who absolutely don't have the ability to rise up quite that high. And that assessment is on you. You cannot leave it for someone else to assess their ability to rise up to a place where you need them to be. That absolutely means you asking the question. That means you assessing what they're capable of doing or willing to do 
And you can only get to that place by getting to know somebody. If you're already in a relationship, if there's, if there's an area or a place that you guys feel stuck, where, what does stuck mean? If you've been having the same arguments, the same disagreements, you've not concluded anything, there's been no resolve, there's been no nothing final, those things usually tend to come from someone being unable or unwilling to be all in. It could very well mean that they got some trust challenges. It could very well mean they're unable to be honest. It could be a lot of different things, but you're responsible for making that assessment. Uh, most people don't come out and say those things. And unfortunately, those people that do come out and say those things, yeah, we tend not to believe them. I'm not sure why it is. Somebody says, I'm not ready for a relationship. And you go breaking down doors to get to their heart. And then when you get there and it's all locked up and tied up, you make a decision that because they agreed to see you every day, that they're all in. Or because they agreed to call you every morning, that they're all in. Or because they agreed to, 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 to help you with your business, that they're all in. Or because they uh, agreed to watch your kids. Or, or Yeah, none of that means that. To be all in is multi-leveled. And to be all in requires you to be in at every level. And I can honestly tell you that most of us are not in those places. Why? Because it's, it's a very strong fear and it has to be, that can only be conquered by a very strong commitment. And bigger than that, it's, it's something that you have to do for yourself first. So why is this being all in so difficult? Um, a lot of it comes from our past experiences. Many times in many different spaces and places, we are unable to move past certain things. Um, so when I say unable to move past, that means that most people are unable to emotionally move past. Now, you've moved from the relationship because now you got a new boo, you got a new wife, you got a new husband, you know, you committed to a new thing, still unable to move past some of those experiences. Many times when we have unresolved stuff that happened with other people, whether it be in our childhood or in previous relationships, we take that stuff with us. Some of us know it as baggage. Um, those things absolutely keep you from being able to be all in. Yeah, if, if, you, if you got this, and most of us do, I'm giving you this information so that you can know what's possible. Because sometimes we hold on to this, believing this is all there is, these bags, this is all I got, when there's absolutely more. You cannot hug anybody. You cannot embrace anybody or anything for that matter when you're holding on tightly to your bag. Right. Um, you said, bag lady, you're going to hurt your back. Dragging all those bags like that. Um, so those past experiences are huge. And it absolutely keeps us from, it keeps us very leery. It keeps us very fearful, which is the next thing that makes being all in so difficult, is that we have a fear. Uh, and that fear is usually uh, 17 times um, what it should be. So somebody knocks you in the hand and you go around going, oh, my goodness, it hurt my hand. But the fear about being hurt again in any way keeps you in a place that is very far from the pool. You're the kind of people that are not even going to the pool. Or if you go in the pool, you're definitely holding on. I can see you now on the edge of the pool with your feet in with a life jacket on. <laughs> the life jacket, you know, something, a floaty or something hanging around your neck like, no, I'm not going in. I've done this before. I know what this feels like. I could potentially drown. I can't give you all of me because that's what it is. It's all of you. Um, the other fear and or the reason why it's so difficult is because you don't want to feel like you're doing it alone. And because we don't have these types of conversations, many times when you attempt to, to give of yourself in that way, you absolutely feel like you're doing it by yourself. That's why the conversation is so very important. To be all in and to do it effectively, it makes sense that you hold one another's hand. You can do this whether you're dating someone, committed to someone, married to someone. You make a decision that together we're going to be exposed, we're going to be vulnerable, and we're going to do this thing all in. No easy out, all in. But most people find it difficult because you know that time you went to go all in and you jumped and they didn't jump. Right. Guess where that goes? In our mental place, guess where that goes? To our next relationship, guess what? The bags, 
So that mental place tells us, uh-uh, I tried this before, and I was the only person that jumped. Right. Or they jumped first and then, oh, isn't that the worst? That's the worst. Y'all remember that when you were swimming? Well, somebody said, come here. I got something to tell you. I got something to show you. And you went close and they pulled you in. Or, right, I hope you're keeping up with the analogy, you get close and you get pushed in. Be clear that doing it alone doesn't feel good. We absolutely don't want that. So that's whether you jumping in first and being by yourself or whether somebody else jumps in and wants to pull you in with them. Yeah, that will make it difficult. Trust. Whether we want to believe it or not, most of us are walking around with trust challenges. I don't necessarily like to call them issues. I will absolutely call them challenges because I believe they could be overcome. We have trust challenges, meaning I don't trust you as far as I could throw you, and I can't throw you two feet. Um, Those trust challenges come from a lot of different places. Many of us are in relationships, dating people, and will honestly tell me and other people, yeah, I got some trust challenges that... Yeah, I don't, I don't easily trust. Um, it, it's very difficult for me to get to, you know, for people to get to know me. I don't trust people. Well, that would make being all in not only difficult, but doggone near impossible. Uh, we're the people that actually keep the floaties on. <laughs> Even though we all in the water, all in the 10 feet, we got on floaties. Right. We're going to talk about that a little later. Um, it's also very difficult because we don't like being vulnerable. We don't like being exposed. We don't like being open. And those things are required for you to be all in. Vulnerability comes with a a different type of fear. Uh, It's like, you know, you being fully exposed and and having somebody to be able to see you uh, and see your stuff. Because, you know, we we do all that we can to keep our stuff to ourselves. Um, We don't do that very well as people. Um, we don't do that very well. It doesn't make a difference to color. It doesn't make a difference to sexuality. It does, none of that makes a difference. We're not vulnerable people good at all. Um, the other thing, the other reason it's so difficult is because we're usually not supported. Most people will tell you when you, even if you say all in, in fact, tonight, if you tell somebody, listen, I'm, I'm getting ready to listen to this show. It's called All In. And I ain't about to do that. I ain't about to. <laughs> I'm about to go all in like that. People will tell you and say those things to you. So if you don't feel supported, many of us, if we don't feel supported, we're not going in. Again, I will use the the, the floaties, the life jacket. We're not going in a life raft. We're not even going on a ship of love without something to be able to keep us afloat in case it goes down. Um, that not feeling supported, not feeling like you have the support of your partner, of your friend, of your family member, whoever it is that you're taking the plunge with, that absolutely could lead you to be um, fearful about this and making being all in very difficult. Um, Not being appreciated. Many of us, raise your hand. We've been all in, or at least our version of all in, what we define as all in, um, we've been there and did not be appreciated. You know how you could give of yourself and give of your emotions. You ever been there where you kind of disclose something to somebody and they use it against you? Or you allow yourself to be vulnerable and they 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 take it and manipulate it and 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 yeah, not appreciate who you are, not appreciate being vulnerable, not appreciate being exposed, not appreciate you going the extra mile. If we don't feel appreciated, guess what? We're not staying long. Not only that, many of us have been our version of all in before. And for a variety of these reasons, we were made to come back out of that place. That then makes it almost uh, more difficult for us to ever be all in again. One of the things I used to pride myself on, and I say a million times over, is that I'm so very thankful that I was able to love like I've never been hurt. I have good reason not to ever trust anybody. I got good reason not to ever be vulnerable to anybody. I have good reason not to trust people. I have good, I have, we all have reasons for that. But I knew that in order for me to receive the kind of love that I wanted, I had to be all in. I had to be open. I had to be vulnerable. I had to trust. I had to 
All of those things need to happen. But because most of us have a past, because most of us have had some of these experiences, we need to be clear that not feeling appreciated, not feeling supported, not feeling um, um, able to trust specifically the people that we're taking this dive with will actually lead us to those places. But we also have to be clear, clear, we have to be clear that it's not anybody else's responsibility, right? There's not anybody else's responsibility to, to undo what somebody else did. And many times that's what we're looking for. We're looking for somebody to love us more than the hurt that we experience with somebody else. And, and that's not up to anybody. In fact, you're going to have a very difficult and challenging time in your relationship if you're waiting on your current partner, your current fiance, your current husband, your current wife to love you until that goes away. Uh, it gets exhausting and it can't happen that way. Anytime somebody does something for you to cover something, it's just that. It's a covering. You're the only person that could take it away. You're the only person that could grow past it. You're the only person that can move. You're the only person that can let it go. Right. Uh, all in difficult. Mainly, and I'm going to say mainly, but some of that reason is that we're unclear. We're unclear and we don't have a, a great understanding about what it means to be all in. What does that mean? It's like, it sounds scary. You know, you say all in, all in the place. And then Angie talking about swimming pools and I can't swim and talking about being pulled and pushed and baggage and floaties and all that kind of stuff. Uh, but when you have a mis, not a mis, a misunderstanding or you're unclear about what all in means, it absolutely makes it difficult. And there are many people who will leave you with this. I want you to be all in. And you say, what does that mean? And they say, come on, y'all, you know, you know, many times we're left with that, you know, and you know, we don't like to feel stupid. So we kind of grow with things that we know, right? I want to also be clear that all in does not mean not all in with self. Just because you're all into something else or someone else or relationship or marriage doesn't mean that you're not all in with yourself. In fact, most of us will not be able to do all in with someone else, all in a marriage or relationship until we're all in with ourselves. Yeah, I know a light bulb just went off of somebody there. That's it right there. Many of us are not able to show up and show out for ourselves, yet we're connected to and in love with somebody that wants us to show up and show out for them without the full understanding that it's so very difficult to do. One, because I don't understand it. Two, because I am giving my all. Three, because guess what? I'm unable to do it for me. And people, let me be clear. If someone's unable to do certain things for themselves, trust themselves, love themselves, discipline themselves, control themselves, know their self-worth, know their self-esteem, there is no way in, cover your ears, I'm about to cuss, hell, that they're going to be able to adequately do those things for you. So all in does not have to mean all into somebody else and out of yourself. And for, for all practical purposes, I'm definitely telling you that you cannot be all in with someone else until you're all in with yourself. Let me talk about this for just a second. If y'all hanging there with me, I appreciate that. Um, I want everybody to be clear that, that when someone says giving their all, which could be equivalent to being all in again, that being that, that all could very well look different. I want to drive that home because there are many of us that I think right now are giving all that we have. And so if everybody, if everybody is all in, why are our relationships still so dysfunctional? Why are our relationships not being able to sustain? Why are our relationships not able? I mean, we're, we easily exit. If we're not physically exiting, we are mentally exiting. 
these relationships, if we were all in. And so know that someone giving your giving giving you their all does not mean that that it's all encompassing or that it will be all or enough for you. Many people's all is very limited. I have I have a few clients that have great desires to be all in, but their fears are far greater. Some of them in relationships and just unwilling or unable to move because fear paralyzes you. So when people say I'm afraid or I fear, keep in mind that most of us, when we are fearful or we're afraid, we freeze up. And nothing that is frozen like this is able to grow anywhere. I needed to drive that home because I think that many of us don't feel, um, we feel like I'm giving you all I have. And that's not going to be a huge problem um, unless your all is less than what somebody needs, right? That, I promise you, almost describes most of the relationships that I know and have been connected with. Somebody's all doesn't, doesn't reach the tip of what somebody needs. And so, and it's frustrating because I'm giving you everything I have in me and it just isn't enough. We find ourselves not satisfied in those spaces and places. And again, the assessment of that is going to be on you. Now, what I'm not saying is go ahead and break up, get divorced, leave, because if they are giving you their all and that's not enough, then it's not going to work. I'm not at all indicating that. Everybody should be able to show and improve. Everybody is capable. Yeah, capable. I'm going to use that word to show and improve. I'm going to only tell you to walk out of something, to quickly exit something, or to exit something, period, when someone is clear that they have no uh, desire, they have no capabilities, and they're not willing to grow, to show and improve. But know that we're all, that is possible for everybody. So again, somebody's all, somebody's given their all. And sometimes we get so empathetic. We go, oh, but they're doing everything that they can. Yeah, if everything they can is not what you need, or if everything you can is not what they need, it absolutely isn't a place that um, that is maintained very long. Let me tell you why some of this happens. I'm going to drink some water now. I'll have to tell you guys, because you know, you know, you used to call in and ask questions, and I could take a sip of water while you ask questions. I wasn't live, and okay, let me go do this. Most of us, uh, we talk about bags. Uh, I happen to know that most of us begin relationships, are in relationships, are in marriages with what I call a getaway bag. Okay, Angie, what's a getaway bag? It literally is the things that we have tucked away, the things that we don't give up easy, and usually the things that a person desires the most that we've put in a place, um, not literally, but figuratively, we've put in a place. And when we get ready to exit, we're grabbing those bag of goods <laughs> and we out. Keep this in mind. If you're already, excuse me, if you're already packed to go, you can't grow. Somebody write that down because I promise you I won't remember it. If you're already packed to go, whether at the beginning, in the middle, or even in the thick of things, if you've already packed to go, I promise you there's no place to grow. And if you got a getaway bag already packed with all the things that are precious to you, your love, your, 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 your 100% love, your all in, your compassion, your trust, your honesty, if you already have that in a bag ready to go, the relationship is not growing anywhere. And many of us, can I say many of us? Most of us have a getaway bag. I would absolutely encourage you all to take a look at your getaway bag. Because we have it. What's in there that you reasonably could pull out and expose yourself? What What's in there that you need for yourself? Because, yeah, sometimes we get to a place, people, we will keep something tucked away like I do with cake. 
We will keep it tucked away from everybody else, not even thinking that it's it's away from us too. They can't use it. They can't get it, but neither can we. So you have to be clear about what's in the bag and, and being able to unpack that bag. So bigger than you having baggage, which is your stuff from your past, many of us, you know, on purpose, decide that we're not going to give you all our trust because some of it is in the bag. We're not going to give you all our honesty. The rest of that's in the, the bag. We're not going to give you all our communication. Not going to do that. That's in the bag. We're not going to give you all our understanding. That's in the bag. We're not going to give you all the respect. That's in the bag. We're definitely not going to give you all of the support because you might misuse it. That's in the bag. So, I mean, you literally have neatly packed this bag away. And we do that because if we go all in and get rid of our bag, the thought is if we have to quickly exit, that means we got to go gather up stuff. <laughs> You're right. You got to go, man, where's y'all haven't tried to pack real quick to exit something and you miss something? Well, you all don't want to give those things away for fear that you can't get them back, for fear that they would be misused, for fear that you'll be taken advantage of, and just for fear. But you can't love all in like that. It will not, not going to work. It's not going to work. Um, so let's talk for a second about is all in a requirement. Uh, no, it's not, it's not a requirement of many people. Let me tell you why, though. It's not a requirement of many people because guess what? They don't want to be all in. <laughs> I'm not going to ask it of you because I don't want to do it. Um, two people get to make that decision. And if you're understanding that your partner, that your spouse, that your loved one is at a place where they have some leeriness, that they have some fear, they have some anxiety uh, around committing, around any of those things, it absolutely is, is okay for you to be okay with that. But I want you to also be clear that you don't, sometimes people will want you to be all in and not be able to be all in. Sometimes they were able to be all in, but are understanding of you not being able to be. And when you make those decisions, whether it's out loud, through a conversation or not, know that they're decisions that you make. Many of us are in uh, unhealthy, um, not growing, um, stunted relationships now that are not balanced at all in a love way. You give far more, you do far more, you understand far more. You, I mean, you're you literally out on a limb and they at the trunk. Be clear about what that looks like because an all-in requirement is not a requirement by most people. And it only is a requirement when you have a conversation where somebody is able to say, this is what I need, this is what I want. And anybody that's grown enough to say that, what they need and what they want should also be growing enough to say, this is what I have to give and this is what I'm willing to give. And then you grow from that place. I'm hoping that makes sense to everybody. You can go ahead now and share the video again for me. Um, we talked about a lot of things. We talked about being all in, whatever the requirement or not. We talked about uh, all in does not mean all into somebody else or all into a relationship and not all into yourself. We talked about why being all in is so difficult. Uh, we talked about how commitment isn't necessarily somebody being all in. We talked about all in the delivery versus the desire. We talked about the, the willingness versus the ability. We talked about that the all in being no easy out. Now, and the all in for two women, we talked about the two. You, you get to say what you want. They get to say what they want. Um, in order for you to apply this paint, because, you know, I'm clear about that. If you don't, you remember, if you don't apply the paint, the paint is the knowledge. If you don't apply the paint to your life wall, the color of your world never changes. So you can listen all day to conversation with Angie Harbour. You can listen to any other person about any other thing. But if you don't apply what you've learned, you don't grow anywhere. The color of your world never changes. So you still will have the same gripes tomorrow if in fact you don't apply some of this. And so I like to end most of our conversations by talking about how you can apply the paint. You first, you want to talk about what all in means to you. And if you're single, 
I absolutely want you to create for yourself so that you can have a talking point when you begin to date about what that looks like. Uh, I think it's very important. I mean, you talk about the hard conversations first. If somebody's turned all the way off about being all in and accepting your definition, yeah, a second date may not be necessary. I might have just saved you $27.50. You can thank me later. Um, talk about what that means to you and about and talk about what it means to you and your relationship, being all in. Also, talk about your strengths and your weaknesses, the places where you feel like you can be all in, whether you can be all in emotionally or where you can be all in physically or where you can be all in, and then talk about the places that you also have some weaknesses. Because I do believe there are many people out there willing to work. Um, but but it, I, let me speak for myself. I'm always willing to work as long as I see that you're doing the work, right? And so I believe to be upfront about the things that you feel like um, um, are, are challenges for you, places you need to, to grow. There's nothing more sexy to me than somebody that's willing to admit a shortcoming and a flaw, and to consciously make a decision to work on that. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. That's sexy. That's some sexy stuff right there. All kind of growth is sexy to me. Um, talk about what your limitations are. Talk about what your expectations are. Uh, we cannot apply any of this information if, in fact, we're not willing to have this conversation. And then you've heard me say several times tonight, you have to commit to show and improve. Show me where you at. Show me that you're willing to get better. Show me what you got. Show me what you want. Show me what you're doing to make that happen. Let me tell you what I need and what I'm willing to give. And you grow from that place. You absolutely, there's nobody. I wouldn't encourage anybody to stay in a place where somebody is not just a, a, a saying that they want to do something. But you've got to be doing it. You, you go take your car to a mechanic and they say they're going to get to it. Well, you come by the next day, they ain't even put your stuff on the rack, right? Some of y'all ain't even got y'all love on the rack. They ain't even started working on it. So let's be clear. You got you to gotta talk about what it means to you, talk about your strengths, talk about your weaknesses, and, and, and formulate a definition, what it means for you, what it means for them. And then if you're in a committed relationship already, if you're in a marriage already, talk about how you can craft that definition for it to suit the relationship. In my mind, that would be fun stuff to do on a Saturday. That's probably just me, isn't it? <laughs> y'all like, uh-uh, Angie. We going to, y'all going to do stuff to take y'all outside your mind. You're going to a movie. You're going out to a club. You're going bowling. You're going to play cards. You're inviting friends over. You're going to watch tube TV. You're going to go to reality TV. You're going to do something to take you outside your mind. This stuff right here absolutely takes you inside. Yeah, I know. Some of y'all not ready, but most of you are. I get it. Um, and then follow some of the, the guidelines that we talked about. Um, and assure that your all-in covers it all. Meaning, don't be afraid to go to a place that you know somebody lacks because you know, you understand. They absolutely should still know what it is you desire. Know what it is you want. Know what, what all-in looks like to you. A need unspoken is absolutely going to be a need that won't ever be filled. And so it's important that when you say, uh, this is what I need, this is what I want, this is what I desire, that those things are spoken and they know what you mean when you say them, because that's the only way you could truly hold somebody accountable. Right. Got to speak the truth. You got it? In my, in my mind, that's some of the ways that you can begin to apply what we've talked about, and, and, and it's not exhaustive, but it absolutely gives you a bit to grow on. You got that? Right. Now, we just did that. Did we do that? High five. Uh, we did that. Go ahead. Share the video. I want you to do that now. I thank you all very much for showing up this evening, and I'm hopeful that you are walking away from this conversation with a greater understanding about being all in and that you've had yeah, I hope that you've developed an increased desire to show up and show out in a good way in your relationship, right? I absolutely want that for us all. So my single folks, I want you to prepare. My folks dating, I want you to produce. My committed, my married folks, I want you to provide. 
You get it? Prepare, produce, provide. You got this. We got this. We could do this. We could do this. I thank you all again for showing up and growing up with me. Cavs, all in. I want you to be all in. I appreciate you all in. I'm out of here. Love you. Miss you. Bye-bye. Five in five seconds.